0: There is no name like the name of our God, because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name.
1: El Shaddai. You've heard the expression, perhaps, but what does it mean? Who is El Shaddai? We're studying the name, the name of our great God. And we've come in our study today to Genesis chapter number 17. This is the first mention of El Shaddai in Scripture. El Shaddai was simply the Hebrews' way of saying that our God is the Almighty God. We've learned already that Elohim Uh, is connected to God's power. Uh, But now when you come to Genesis chapter 17 and verse number one, God reveals uh, that there is no limit to that power. There's no limit to our God. He's the infinite God in every way. Uh, A.T. Pearson is one of my favorite uh, Bible teachers uh, to read after. And A.T. Pearson said this. He wrote something about the names of God and the titles of God in Scripture. He said there's a distinct science Of nomenclature a system of names in the Word of God. Usually the prominent human names have a historic or symbolic significance that closely is related to the narrative. But uniformly divine names and titles are full of meaning and they're used sparingly and significantly. Upon them as a basis a whole scheme of interpretation rests. Even the order in which such names occur is not accidental but designed as constituting part of the lesson taught. What Pearson was saying is that not just the names, not just the meaning of the names, but even the order in which the names are revealed to us in Scripture. It's like building blocks, uh, line upon line. Scripture says precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. We're learning more about our great God. So we've learned that He is Elohim. He is the God of all power. We've learned already from Genesis 14 that He is El Elyon. He is the Most High God. And now in Genesis chapter 17, we are introduced to El Shaddai. The Bible says, And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am, there's that beautiful expression again in Scripture, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. So, He begins with who He is and then what He's going to do. Uh, Genesis 17 is is a pivotal point in history because this is the moment where God reveals His covenant to Abraham. He enters into a covenant uh, that we refer to now as the Abrahamic covenant, which had enormous implications, not just for Israel, but for the whole world. And this is the first time this name, this Hebrew name El Shaddai, Almighty God, is used. It occurs eight times in the Old Testament, and then just the name Shaddai, Almighty, is found 31 times in Job, nine times in other parts of the Old Testament. So the idea is, woven all through Scripture, is the idea that our God is the God of all might and all power. Now we know when you come to the New Testament, that's not just an Old Testament thought. Do you remember what Christ said? All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He is the Almighty God in the Old Testament. He's the Almighty God in the New Testament. And I'm glad to report to you today, He's the Almighty God today. What do we learn from this first mention of the name in Genesis chapter 17? Well, first, may I simply point out that He is Almighty as it relates to everything and everyone. Uh, The name, I am the Almighty God, uh, is simply a revelation of the fact that God is greater than all. He is more powerful than everything. So it is, it's a reference not just to what He does, but who He is, His position. And Then we know from Genesis chapter 17 that He is not only almighty as it relates to everything, but He is almighty as it relates to the nations of the world. You see, in Genesis 17, certainly, He was setting in motion uh, so much for the nation of Israel. If you read through uh, these verses in Genesis 17, God promises Israel several things. Uh, but one of the things that God reveals here is that he's not just the God of Israel, he's the God of all nations. In fact, he says uh, to Abram in verse 6, And I will make the exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations, plural, of thee, and kings, plural, shall come out of thee. You see, God's heart has always been a heart for the whole world, for all people. Some people have mistakenly thought because Israel was his chosen people that that was the only people he loved. No, no, that, that misses the point entirely. God chose the nation of Israel not just to bless them, but to make them a blessing. Not just to reveal Himself to them, but to reveal Himself through them. God's intent from the beginning was that the nation of Israel would show all the rest of the nations the one true and living God. That others would come to know El Shaddai, the Almighty God, because they saw Him at work in the nation of Israel. And so, God rules over all the nations of the earth. That gives me some real comfort and encouragement today, I must tell you but then let's get personal for a moment because in genesis 17 god's dealing with one man he's dealing with an individual god always deals with individuals you see my friend whoever you are today god knows you and god loves you and god is at work in your life and god wants to rule the good and overrule the evil in your life he wants to be your el shaddai your almighty god now he is almighty he is almighty god Nobody's ever going to take that away from him. But I wonder, are you allowing him to demonstrate his almightiness in your life? You see, he is not just almighty as it relates to everything and everyone. He's not just almighty as it relates to nations. He is almighty as it relates to individuals. Did you notice that immediately after revealing himself as the almighty God, he immediately says to Abram, walk before me and be thou perfect. In other words, Us recognizing who he is ought to change the way we live every day. The first great response to El Shaddai should be obedience. Yes, Lord, whatever you say, the answer is yes. I will walk before you and be perfect. I will obey you. I will do exactly what you tell me to do. And so first of all, the response to this great name should be one of obedience. Secondly, the response to this great name should be one of humility. The Bible says, and Abram fell on his face. You see, when you recognize how high God is, it makes you want to get low. In fact, this is really interesting to me. In the same passage, Genesis 17, verse 5, God changes Abram's name. This is where his name is changed from Abram to Abraham uh, in, the, in the Hebrew Uh, there's only one letter difference. Actually, it's not really a letter. It's more of a breath mark. I like that. God changed him forever by simply breathing on him. One little breath mark changed. Changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And what's the difference? Well, the name Abram, his original name, meant most high father. It was an idea of his highness, his greatness. When God changed his name to Abraham, father of many nations, you know what he was saying? Abram, it's not about you. It's about me. It's not about what you get or what you get to do. It's about what I want to do through you to bless the whole world. What was God doing? He was humbling him. And even in the change of his name, he was reminding Abram that he was nothing and El Shaddai, Almighty God, was everything. So the first response is obedience. The second response is humility. But I love this. The third response is prayer. The Bible says God talked with him. God talked with him. Back and forth they converse. God speaks to him. Abram responds to the Lord. There is a, a beautiful intimacy here that we have with the Almighty God. You know what we are? Let me use a theological term. Are you ready? We're peons. We're pipsqueaks. We're a speck of dust on the page of human history. We're a piece of Lent in time. And yet God has made it so we can commune with the Most High God, Almighty God, El Shaddai. That's powerful, isn't it? May I say to you today that these names are not just to know, they are to appropriate. Obey the Lord, humble yourself before the Lord, talk to the Lord, and trust the Lord today. He is El Shaddai, Almighty God.
0: We were told in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at EnjoyingTheJourney.org Thank you for helping us reach others with the Gospel